G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, quite an outstanding honour to report that one of Australia's great mission organisations has been recognised for their amazing work. Mission Aviation Fellowship Australia has won the prestigious Southern Cross Award for outstanding contribution and service to civil aviation in Australia. And they've been inducted into the Australian Aviation Hall of Fame. And that means that MAF stands proudly beside some of the iconic aviation organisations who've received the Southern Cross Award in the past, uh, organisations like Trans-Australian Airways or the Royal Flying Doctors Service, Bush Pilots Australia and Qantas Airways. Well, let's have a chat with Ian McDougall, who's the CEO of Mission Aviation Fellowship. Ian, welcome along to 2020. Thank you very much, Neil, and and thank you for that wonderful greeting. We are very excited here about what's happened. Well, let me just pass on. Congratulations, Ian. What an amazing honour this must be. Uh, They had the awards dinner on the 24th of November and a very historic day, not only having this dinner and making the award, but for MAF to be front and centre, you must be very proud. Very, very proud and and very excited that we had some wonderful dignitaries. We had the pleasure of Margaret Baldock, who whose husband was with, was the first ever pilot. His name was Harry Hartwig, and he was the first pilot with MAF Australia. Tragically died in an accident in Papua New Guinea in 1951, and yet Margaret to this day is a wonderful patron and sponsor of MAF Australia, and her, she was there on Saturday night to stand and receive the award and stand beside some of the greats and the shoulders that have built MAF Australia right across the the globe. So we were very, very happy. Let's reflect just a moment here as you share that story. Margaret Baldock and having lost her husband, Harry, oftentimes when I talk to you, Ian, we talk about the dangers that MAF pilots find themselves in flying into all sorts of very dangerous circumstances, landing on almost impossible uh, airstrips. Uh, Just take us back to perhaps what it would have been like in some of those early days with MAF when Margaret's husband, Harry, uh, would have been flying as a pilot uh, and when he died. Yeah, so so Harry was flying uh, an, an Ostar aircraft, which was, if you could imagine, it was made of canvas and, and cloth. And uh, he was transporting people and huts, hearts of stories to, around Papua New Guinea when, tragically, he flew out one morning, Margaret had made a cup of tea and sent him on his way, but he never came home. And it took much time to find the aircraft and, and to find that he'd crashed into a mountain. And that we don't know what the cause of it was. But it is a dangerous place we send all of our people to. And that not only PNG, but all around the world. Our safety has improved out of sight with the new style of aircraft and, and the new work we do. The pilots are trained and look for observational issues that they need to do. 
but it is back in the history times. These guys were pioneers working on... Uh, just one story that Margaret shared was that her and Harry would spend the weekend repatching the cloth in the, in the aircraft and then marking it up and, and getting it ready for airworthiness to fly out and do the work of the gospel in that area. So it's just an amazing story of love and passion to follow God's will no matter what. And amazing to hear stories of early missionary endeavour when it comes to aviation, as you say, patching the aircraft. And I imagine that Margaret must have been very proud, having had lost her husband, but then seeing MAF, having grown over all these years and now recognised for your good service. Absolutely. She was excited and elated, and she actually shared at the dinner that a Christian outfit was being honoured by the aviation industry in Australia and that a Christian outfit that's been working tirelessly behind the scenes and doing what God's called us to do to be able to stand shoulder to shoulder with the likes of TAA and Qantas and and the Royal Flying Doctor Service in Australia and and to be recognised for what we're doing. But also from Margaret's point of view, she was sharing how it was a closure for her, even though it was 1951 that Harry died, that this this culmination of all the work that he'd put in and she'd put in and all the people after them have been doing has been recognised in Australia and also from people overseas who, who came to the event. Now, your chairman and one of your former pilots, uh, Ron Watts, and I might just mention uh, Ron wrote a book some years ago called Cross Winds, and I recall doing a radio interview with Ron. But uh, it was Ron and your chairman who received the award, and uh, the award passed on to them by the Deputy Prime Minister. That's correct. And so we were very excited when the Deputy Prime Minister was the one allocated to hand us the, the Southern Cross Award, that an achievement like that... And to get involved with the government who are honouring what MAF is doing was just such a beautiful highlight for us. And uh, and we're just so honoured that the gift was given in the way it was, and he was so gracious in giving this award to us. Now, we mentioned that it was Harry who died back in 1951 as an MAF pilot. Take us back to the earliest history that you're aware of. Uh, how long's MAF been going now, Ian? MAF started in 1945. It was the brainchild of a couple of aviation people who, at the end of the war, said, why can't we use these aircraft to bring life and hope during peacetime? And those five men um, from New Zealand, from Australia, Harry from Australia, uh, Murray from New Zealand, Stuart from the UK, and two other gentlemen from the US who'd been flying in the war together, communicated over mail to each other about the dream that God had put on their heart. And they'd been talking about it whilst they were flying, but also when they parted, they kept in communication. And that was the birth of Mission Aviation Fellowship. And it goes from there that now in 2020, we'll be celebrating 75 years of service, not only to Australia, but to communities all around the world that we believe that everyone deserves hope and our aircraft can fly that in and out again. 
And when we talk about Mission Aviation Fellowship, and best thing you're known for, of course, is transportation of missionaries into sometimes dangerous and very remote places. But I know you do a whole lot more than that. Uh, there's all sorts of medivacs and all sorts of uh, deliveries of important supplies. Uh, take us into a little bit of the work behind the scenes because it's not all about the missionaries, although the missionaries are front and centre. Yeah, that's right. And so what we do is, as, as you've just alluded to, part of our job is, is medivac. So if I could use Timor-Leste as an example, uh, last month, 25 medivacs bringing in people who are uh, uh, women who are pregnant, uh, people who are sick, people who have had injuries, accidents, we fly them into the medical areas, to the main cities, and get them recovered, and we've seen many births happen in that sort of thing. Across the world, in, in Papua New Guinea, we, we assist the local people fly out their coffee beans to the coffee markets in Goroka, where Goroka can sell them, and then we fly back rice and, and, and products that they can't get in the highlands. And so part of that situation is working together to make a difference. Taking pastors around in Arnhem Land, we have the ability that in Arnhem Land, we can fly 20 minutes and it saves four days of driving. And so we can take a pastor in and he spends four days more with the village than he would have originally because it's a 20-minute flight. And that's where the differential is, that we can make a difference by bringing hope to the remote, by having the ability to fly in and fly out and bring care and sustenance to people. I had the privilege of sitting in an aircraft where we flew a thousand chicks out to a community. They could grow them into chickens and that would not only be eggs but food for the future. Well, as we take a moment just to reflect and to celebrate uh, the uh, wonderful induction into the Australian Aviation Hall of Fame, uh, what about the future, Ian? Because uh, wonderful to be recognised for the work that's gone on before, a wonderful history. As you said, you'll be celebrating 75 years come 2020. Uh, what about the future? Any big plans in, in the pipeline that you can share with us? Oh, absolutely. So one of the big things that is happening at the moment is we've just secured six brand new Cessna aircraft to work in Papua New Guinea. Our fleet in Papua New Guinea is nearly 40 years old and we need to replace them. And working with Cessna, we've now been able to secure at the right price, we still need to pay, but at the right price, six new aircraft that are going to be working in Papua New Guinea, which will service that community for years to come. And that's exciting from our point of view because aircraft, as you know, are not cheap when you're looking at $1 to $1.5 million per unit um, in retail value. And we've got six of them coming to to service the, the people in Papua New Guinea. The other thing is that we're looking at the MAFTC, which is our training centre and up in Cairns, Mariba, where young people who want to learn how to fly can now fly with some of the best bush pilots around from MAF and they can go up there and learn their private license and then go on to commercial license and then possibly if they want to in the future join MAF as a working pilot. 
Well, there's absolutely no doubt you have done amazing work over the past 73 years and the best is still to come. In that time, there's been an amazing supporter base that's been able to support the wonderful work of Mission Aviation Fellowship. I imagine there's always room for a few new friends in there. Ian, what are your thoughts about those who might be listening to the conversation now and even some for the first time introduced to the idea of aviation as a mission pursuit how can they make contact with you what sort of support can they give well there's there's three things that we look at from everybody and the first one is prayer that we we want people to pray so no matter where you are out there in 2020 land you can take a moment and pray for all of the missionaries on the field whether they be with maf or other organizations because we transport over 2,000 organizations around the world to do their work so please pray with us. The second thing is, if you're interested in a career with MAF, and there's so many countries, we work in over 25 countries, so there's so many jobs in pilots, engineers, ground staff, teaching, that you can get involved, IT people, finance people. You can get involved, and if you're interested, give us a call on 1-800-650-169. And then we run on 100% of donations and sponsorship, sponsorship to the families on the field. So if you want to have a look at sponsoring one of our families, go online and have a look and pick a family that's working in an area that you're excited about. They'll communicate with you and you can sponsor them on a recurring giving basis. Anything from $5 upwards is tax deductible. So you have the opportunity to do that, and that's on www.maf.org.au. That's maf.org.au. And on a day when we are celebrating, as Mission Aviation Fellowship has won the prestigious Southern Cross Award for Outstanding Contribution and Service to Civil Aviation in Australia and was inducted into the Australian Aviation Hall of Fame. Ian McDougall is the CEO of Mission Aviation Fellowship. Ian, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts with us and your heart today here on 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. And to all your listeners, we're praying that this world sees God come and give beauty to everybody. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.